Section 3 of The Adventures of Reddy Fox. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Leader. The Adventures of Reddy Fox by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter 10 Poor Reddy Fox. Peter Rabbit and Johnny Chuck stole up the hill toward the home of Reddy Fox. As they drew near, they crept from one bunch of grass to another and from bush to bush, stopping behind each to look and listen. They were not taking any chances. Johnny Chuck was not much afraid of Reddy Fox, for he had whipped him once, but he was afraid of old Granny Fox. Peter Rabbit was afraid of both. The nearer he got to the home of Reddy Fox, the more anxious and nervous he grew. You see, Reddy Fox had played so many tricks to try and catch Peter that Peter was not quite sure that this was not another trick. So he kept a sharp watch in every direction, ready to run at the least sign of danger. When they had tiptoed and crawled to a point where they could see the doorstep of the fox home, Peter Rabbit and Johnny Chuck laid down in a clump of bushes and watched. Pretty soon they saw old Granny Fox come out. She sniffed the wind, and then she started off at a quick run down the lone little path. Johnny Chuck gave a sigh of relief, for he wasn't afraid of Reddy, and now he felt safe. But Peter Rabbit was just as watchful as ever. "'I've got to see Reddy for myself before I'll go a step nearer,' he whispered. Just then Johnny Chuck put a hand on his lips and pointed with the other hand. There was Reddy Fox crawling out of his doorway into the sun. Peter Rabbit leaned forward to see better. Was Reddy Fox really so badly hurt, or was he only pretending? Reddy Fox crawled painfully out onto his doorstep. He tried to stand and walk, but he couldn't because he was too stiff and sore. So he just crawled. He didn't know that anyone was watching him, and with every movement he made a face. That was because it hurt so. Peter Rabbit, watching from the clump of bushes, knew then that Reddy was not pretending. He knew that he had nothing, not the least little thing, to fear from Reddy Fox. So Peter gave a whoop of joy and sprang out into view. Reddy looked up and tried to grin, but made a face of pain instead. You see, it hurt so to move. I suppose you're tickled to death to see me like this he growled to Peter Rabbit. Now, Peter had every reason to be glad, for Reddy Fox had tried his best to catch Peter Rabbit to give to old Granny Fox for her dinner, and time and again Peter had just barely escaped. So at first Peter Rabbit had whooped with joy. But as he saw how very helpless Reddy really was, and how much pain he felt, suddenly Peter Rabbit's big soft eyes filled with tears of pity. He forgot all about the threats of Reddy Fox and how Reddy had tried to trick him. He forgot all about how mean Reddy had been. Poor Reddy Fox, said Peter Rabbit. Poor Reddy Fox. End of chapter 10. Chapter 11. Granny Fox Returns. Up over the hill trotted old Granny Fox. She was on her way home with a tender young chicken for Reddy Fox. Poor Reddy. Of course it was his own fault, for he had been showing off and he had been careless, or he never would have gone so near to the old tree trunk behind which Farmer Brown's boy was hiding. 
But old Granny Fox didn't know this. She never makes such mistakes herself. Oh, my, no. So now, as she came up over the hill to a place where she could see her home, she laid the chicken down, and then she crept behind a little bush and looked all over the green meadows to see if the way was clear. She knew that Bowser the Hound was chained up. She had seen Farmer Brown and Farmer Brown's boy hoeing in the cornfield, so she had nothing to fear from them. Looking over to her doorstep, she saw Reddy Fox lying in the sun, and then she saw something else. Something that made her eyes flash and her teeth come together with a snap. It was Peter Rabbit sitting up very straight, not ten feet from Reddy Fox. So that's that young scamp of a Peter Rabbit whom Reddy was going to catch for me when I was sick and couldn't. Well, I'll just show Reddy Fox how easily it can be done, and he shall have tender young rabbit with his chicken, said Granny Fox to herself. So first she studied and studied every clump of grass and every bush behind which she could creep. She saw that she could get almost to where Peter Rabbit was sitting, and never once show herself to him. Then she looked this way and looked that way to make sure that no one was watching her. No one did she see on the green meadows who was looking her way. Then Granny Fox began to crawl from one clump of grass to another, and from bush to bush. Sometimes she wriggled along flat on her stomach. Little by little she was drawing nearer and nearer to Peter Rabbit. Now, with all her smartness, Granny Fox had forgotten one thing. Yes, sir, she had forgotten one thing. Never once had she thought to look up in the sky. And there was old Mr. Buzzard, sailing round and round and looking down and seeing all that was going on below. Old Mr. Buzzard is sharp. He knew just what old Granny Fox was planning to do, knew it as well as if he had read her thoughts. His eyes twinkled. I certainly can't allow little Br'er Rabbit to be hurt. I certainly can't, muttered old Mr. Buzzard and chuckled. Then he slanted his broad wings downward, and without a sound slid down out of the sky till he was right behind Granny Fox. "'Do you always crawl home, Granny Fox?' asked old Mr. Buzzard. <laughs> Granny Fox was so startled, for she hadn't heard a sound, that she jumped almost out of her skin. Of course, Peter Rabbit saw her then, and was off like a shot. Granny Fox showed all her teeth. I wish you would mind your own business, Mr. Buzzard, she snarled. Certainly, certainly, I surely will, replied old Mr. Buzzard, and sailed up into the blue, blue sky. End of chapter 11 Chapter 12 The Lost Chicken When old Granny Fox had laid down the chicken she was bringing home to Reddy Fox to try to catch Peter Rabbit, she had meant to go right back and get it as soon as she had caught Peter. Now she saw Peter going across the green meadows, lipperty-lipperty-lip, as fast as he could go. She was so angry that she hopped up and down. She tore up the grass and ground her long white teeth. She glared up at old Mr. Buzzard, who had warned Peter Rabbit. But all she could do was to scold, and that didn't do her much good, for in a few minutes old Mr. Buzzard was so far up in the blue-blue sky that he couldn't hear a word she was saying. My, my, but old Granny Fox certainly was angry. 
If she hadn't been so angry, she might have seen Johnny Chuck lying as flat as he could make himself behind a big clump of grass. Johnny Chuck was scared. Yes, indeed, Johnny Chuck was dreadfully scared. He had fought Reddy Fox and whipped him, but he knew that old Granny Fox would be too much for him. So it was with great relief that Johnny Chuck saw her stop tearing up the grass and trot over to see how Reddy Fox was getting along. Then Johnny Chuck crept along until he was far enough away to run. How he did run! He was so fat and roly-poly that he was all out of breath when he reached home, and so tired that he just dropped down on his doorstep and panted. "'It serves me right for having so much curiosity,' said Johnny Chuck to himself. Reddy Fox looked up as old Granny Fox came hurrying home. He was weak and very, very hungry. But he felt sure that old Granny Fox would bring him something nice for his breakfast, and as soon as he heard her footsteps his mouth began to water. "'Did you bring me something nice, Granny?' asked Reddy Fox. Now, old Granny Fox had been so put out by the scare she had had and by her failure to catch Peter Rabbit that she had forgotten all about the chickens she had left up on the hill. When Reddy spoke, she remembered it, and the thought of having to go way back after it didn't improve her temper a bit. No, she snapped. I haven't. You don't deserve any breakfast anyway. If you had any gumption, and that's the word Granny Fox used, gumption, if you had any gumption at all, you wouldn't have gotten into trouble and could get your own breakfast. Reddy Fox didn't know what gumption meant, but he did know that he was very, very hungry, and do what he would, he couldn't keep back a couple of big tears of disappointment. Granny Fox saw them. Oh, there, there, Reddy, don't cry. I've got a fine fat chicken for you up on the hill, and I'll run back and get it, said Granny Fox. So off she started up the hill to the place where she had left the chicken, when she started to try to catch Peter Rabbit. When she got there, there wasn't any chicken. No, sir, there was no chicken at all, just a few feathers. Granny Fox could hardly believe her own eyes. She looked this way and she looked that way, but there was no chicken. Just a few feathers. Old Granny Fox flew into a greater rage than before. End of chapter 12 Chapter 13 Granny Fox Calls Jimmy Skunk Names Granny Fox couldn't believe her own eyes. No, sir, she couldn't believe her own eyes, and she rubbed them two or three times to make sure that she was seeing right. That chicken certainly had disappeared, and left no trace of where it had gone. It was very queer. Old Granny Fox sat down to think who would dare steal anything from her. Then she walked in a big circle with her nose to the ground, sniffing and sniffing. What was she doing that for? Why, to see if she could find the tracks of anyone who might have stolen her chicken. Aha! exclaimed old Granny Fox, starting to run along the top of the hill, her nose to the ground. Aha! I'll catch him this time! In a few minutes she began to run more slowly, and every two or three steps she would look ahead. Suddenly her eyes snapped, and she began to creep almost flat on her stomach, just as she had crept for Peter Rabbit. But it wasn't Peter Rabbit this time, it was... Who do you think? Jimmy Skunk. <laughs> yes, sir, it was Jimmy Skunk. He was slowly ambling along, for Jimmy Skunk never hurries. 
every big stick or stone that he could move he would pull over or look under, for Jimmy Skunk was hunting for beetles. Old Granny Fox watched him. He must have a tremendous appetite to be hunting for beetles after eating my chicken, muttered she. Then she jumped out in front of Jimmy Skunk, her eyes snapping, her teeth showing, and the hair on her back standing on end so as to make her look very fierce. But all the time old Granny Fox took the greatest care not to get too near to Jimmy Skunk. "'Where's my chicken?' snarled old Granny Fox, and she looked very, very fierce. Jimmy Skunk looked up as if very much surprised. "'Hello, Granny Fox!' he exclaimed. "'Have you lost a chicken?' "'You've stolen it! You're a thief, Jimmy Skunk!' snapped Granny Fox. "'Words can never make black white. Before you speak, be sure you're right,' said Jimmy Skunk. "'I'm not a thief.' "'You are!' cried Granny, working herself into a great rage. "'I'm not! You are!' All the time Jimmy Skunk was chuckling to himself, and the more he chuckled, the angrier grew old Granny Fox. And all the time Jimmy Skunk kept moving toward old Granny Fox, and Granny Fox kept backing away, for like all the other little meadow and forest people, she has very great respect for Jimmy Skunk's little bag of scent. Now, backing off that way, she couldn't see where she was going, and the first thing she knew she had backed into a bramble bush. It tore her skirts and scratched her legs. Ouch! cried old Granny Fox. Ha, ha, ha! laughed Jimmy Skunk. That's what you get for calling me names. End of chapter 13 and end of section 3. Recording by John Leader, Bloomington, Illinois.